0: Your work week is over. Never, never do. You know that new sound you're looking for? Well, listen to this. Kick back and get the latest on the Colts and the NFL. This is The Last Word, the off-season home of the Colts with Jeffrey Gorman and Matt Taylor. Hello again, everyone, and a welcome to
1: The Last Word. We're brought to you by our friends at FanDuel Sportsbook. Download the app today. Make every moment more. My name is Jeffrey Gorman. Join week in and week out with the voice of the Colts, the great Matt Taylor. Mayte, how are you today? I am fantastic.
2: Ready to roll. Ready to start 4th of July weekend. Friday night.
1: It is all good. July 1st, brother. Dog days of summer, honest. But that (laughs) means football is for real in about less than 30 days from now. So the dog days are good days of summer. Again, the heat of Indianapolis and the state of Indiana getting ready for Grand Park coming up in less than a month right now. Okay, coming up on tonight's show, we are going to talk with the man himself. And I want to talk to you, Maytay, about the presence of another guy that's going to help this man, DeForest Buckner, play at the highest level. We will go through some burning questions with the defensive line, but uh, we're also going to discuss Colts training camp and the dates at Grand Park that were announced this week. We're also going to break down those burning questions again. I want to talk about Pay. I want to talk about Buckner, but most importantly, I want to find out about how Yannick Ngakwe is going to help those two guys play better. So before we get to DeForest Buckner and defensive line, we got training. Camp. It is kicking off on Wednesday, July 27th at Grand Park in Westfield. The first practice open to fans. July 27th that same day 12 noon Colts City will be up and running mm-hmm. course and fire and security is becoming the title sponsor for the Colts camp and I have to say thank you again to course and fire and security they're the title sponsor for the Colts camps they are responsible for putting on great shows for the fans out there as well as obviously the Indianapolis Colts football team but thanks to course and fire and security you'll see them out there their presence will be felt and I promise you you will have a good time at Grand Park if you bring you and the family out there this this team is scheduled to host 16 practices, all of them open to the public. There's no charge to attend training camp, but guests must obtain a free ticket to enter each day. Another great highlight, Maytea, and I love these, joint practices. The Detroit Lions are coming in on August 17th and 18th ahead of the team's preseason game at Lucas Oil Stadium. You can see the complete practice schedule and download your free tickets. You head to colts.com slash camp. Yes or no on those joint practices. Do you like them, Maytay?
2: Oh, they serve a multitude of purposes. You talk about August 17th and 18th. That's about two, two and a half weeks into camp, Jeffrey. And the the defense will master the offensive playbook and vice versa. So it's going to be so nice to go up against a different jersey, see a different guy for the offensive lineman to go up against some fresh blood, if you will. You know, like a guy like DeForest Buckner has seen Uh, Everything that Quentin Nelson has to offer in one-on-one drills and vice versa. Same thing with the cornerbacks and the wide receivers. Not that you know practice at that point gets stale, but it's so nice to have joint practices where you can see where you're at in terms of the back end of the roster. It allows guys at the top end of the roster to get some you know live reps. You know the first uh, first team offense going up against the uh, Lions first team defense. So no, I can't wait for camp. I can't wait for those joint practices and. So awesome that the Colts continue to prioritize getting the team away, you know, getting in front of the fans, building bonds, Uh, you know, and this year marks the return of normalcy, Jeffrey. Players are going to be allowed to interact and provide autographs after practice. You know, there's a ton of theme days at camp again. You got kids day, uh, salute to service day fan appreciation day as you said so most practices start at noon you don't you're not gonna have to fight you know the morning rush hour or the afternoon rush in terms of traffic so can't wait for it to start and it'll be here before you know it
1: and look at it this way the parking i love it it's ideal you're not right next to the field but you are pretty close and again in those days of august that are the dog days the colts do it right there's shuttles available for people that need it and uh, again it's easy peasy out at grand park they host the colts that is their home for training camp and like you said the Lions coming in it's going to be a big couple of days before their preseason game so I want to shift to some football right now and we always talk about these players especially the defensive line that's where we're zeroing in on today the burning questions of this defensive line but Mayte before we get into specifics and again DeForest Buckner coming up in a few minutes right here you'll hear from him I want to talk about Gus Bradley And his scheme, and what the defensive coordinator, a switch in the defensive coordinator, obviously congratulations and good luck to Matt Eberflus, but he gone, okay? He is gone. (laughs) Gus Bradley is in. He is popular. We know what he did with the Legion of Boom out there in Seattle and whatnot. What do you think his impact on this defense as a whole, specifically, though, on the defensive line, will mean to this Colts defense?
2: Yeah, I think two things uh, overall on defense. First, in the secondary, I think you're going to see more press man-to-man, certainly more than you saw in the last couple of years under Matt Eberflus. Now, it's not going to be exclusive, um, and that's where Stephon Gilmore comes into play. That's the strength of Kenny Moore, Oof. right? So I, I think the Colts are going to be apt to do that, and they've got the personnel for that. You throw in Isaiah Rogers and Brandon Faison, they certainly can do that and have success in that. But defensively up front, along the defensive line, it's going to be an attack front. It's going to be get up field, and it's no longer, you know, sort of that read, react. No, it's it's get up the field obviously there's going to be some principles and fundamentals along with that. Don't get me wrong, but for the most part, it's going to be get up the field and create havoc and get in the face of the quarterback, shut down, you know, those running lanes, you know, on the edge for a guy like Quiddy pay and unique and Gokwe. So I think that's the biggest schematic difference between Matt Eberflus and Gus Bradley. And the Colts again, have a lot of options up front along that defensive line and guys that can pull that off.
1: You need a great scheme Uh, from a defensive coordinator I mean obviously but you need players to execute the scheme and the Colts do have that on defense this year loaded from top to bottom you talked about Gilmore in the back DeForest Buckner up front and everywhere in between hello Darius Leonard so it's a two-part question the first one Yannick Ngakwe who I can't wait to see in this Colt defense what does he mean to this Colts pass rush this year but more importantly how is his role gonna help guys like DeForest Buckner?
2: Well, I mean, outside of Matt Ryan, Jeffrey, to me, this was the biggest move the Colts made in the offseason because the sack total last year dipped down to 33, which ranked tied for 25th in the NFL. So Mm -hmm. you bring in Ngakwe, you trade for him. He's a star player at a premium position. We all know this is a, a passing league, and you've got to be able to affect the quarterback, and the Colts needed to improve in that department. So they bring in one of the most accomplished pass rushers since he broke into the league in 2016. Since then, he's generated 55 and a half sacks, 95 games. He's had at least eight sacks in each of his six seasons. Last year for the Raiders, he was very productive 10 sacks, 23 quarterback hits. And the fact, again, that the Colts got him straight up, straight up in a trade for Rock Yacine, player for player. It was a really impressive move by Chris Ballard. And he's played. And, and thrived in Gus Bradley's scheme in two previous spots. He's played in Jacksonville and with the Raiders last season. He's going to play that, that Leo position. He'll be on the right side of the defensive line. He can set the edge. He can beat left tackles routinely. This is, again, outside of Matt Ryan, who plays the most important position in all of sports, Yannick Ngakwe was the biggest splash move the Colts made in this offseason.
1: That's a pro bowler, in my opinion, this year. What does he do to make things easier for Buckner up front? And the guys like, you know, I'm talking about Big Grover included. How is that edge rusher that he's going to bring in? You talked about double-digit sacks. Oh, don't worry. He'll get them this year. But how does that free up to Forrest and company?
2: Well, having a bonafide threat like Ngakwe should mean – everything for deforest buckner primarily less double teams and the only defensive tackle who was doubled more often last season than buckner was aaron donald so imagine if a guy like deforest buckner had more one-on-one matchups to take advantage of so the fact that buckner has led the colts in sacks in each of the last two seasons that's not necessarily a good thing for the colts so if buckner gets his you know seven to eight sacks and Gakwe gets his 10, I think Pay can get his 10, then I think you have a really, really, really good pass rush. And again, slowing down elite quarterbacks and giving up a high completion percentage, that's been a problem for this defense the last few years. So I think this offseason they're going to try and marry the strengths of the defense, which has been really good against the run, uh, the takeaway ability, causing turnovers. You pair those things with a more consistent pass rush, and i think the colts have the personnel to pull it off then i think you have a more complete defense that's set up to do some big things in 2022.
1: that's matt taylor voice of the colts my name is jeffrey gore man we are talking defensive line of these indianapolis colts and you mentioned quiddie pay What does his year two look like in your eyes if we can fast forward to january february of next year yeah. what kind of season did Quiddy have
2: monster season i said a few weeks ago when we recap minicamp i think quiddie pay is going to be in store for the biggest, you know, riser, if you will, from 2021 to 2022, because last year as a rookie, you know, I I wouldn't qualify it as, as growing pains, but he had a feeling out process, but he came on at the end. He had four sacks in the final nine games, played about 60% of the snaps on the season, but with the full off season under his belt, honing his craft, taking that natural big jump from year one to year two, and, playing with Unique Ngakwe, who's going to play on the right side of the defensive line, that's going to help him immensely. Ngakwe on the right means Quiddy's going to play on the left, what's called that big defensive end position, and go up against right tackles and take advantage of those matchups. And he also said that he feels more comfortable and has more burst lining up on the left side of the defensive line as well. So I think with Ngakwe, DeForest Buckner on the field at the same time, man, that should really help Quiddy Pay take a big jump and I think more than double his sack total from last season.
1: Same thing, in my opinion, Matt, goes for Dio Dangbo. I think he's going to have a big, impactful year coming off the injury. He played about half the season last year, but he's getting familiar with this. Uh, you know, uh, former high-round draft choice out of Vanderbilt. I like this kid this year. He's a monster. I mean, he's a monster. He's, he's almost as big as DeForest Buckner. And, uh, and, and I just think with everything that Gus Bradley has rolling right now, it's going to be humming. This defense is going to be up there. And, again, I stay Gilmore on the top side, and you go down to the guys like Adangbo and and, and DeForest Buckner, Pay, and Gakwe down on the line. Look out. But we got to talk about a couple rookies. Give me your real quick insight on Eric Johnson and Curtis Brooks, a couple of defensive yeah. tackles that we can see on the field this year. What do you like early, Mayte? Yeah, I think
2: both guys are going to be depth pieces. You know, they're going to be in line to be part of that uh, eight-man rotation. They'll be in the mix to – make the team with other players like Chris Williams. R.J. McIntosh is in the mix up front. You know, both guys, you know, if you look back and and uh, examine their draft profiles, really athletic players, perfect for that Colts attack front that we just talked about. Johnson's a former wrestler, standout in uh, Illinois. He went really, really quick for his size, ended up playing at Missouri State. And then Brooks, his 40-yard dash, his broad jump, his uh, bench press and short shuttle, all of those would have been Uh, Ranking him among the top five defensive tackles at the combine had he been invited, but he was snubbed for that. And he was, you know, he talked openly about that around draft time, kind of used that as motivation and fuel. Mm -hmm. But um, Brooks is not your typical nose tackle. He's about 6'2, 290, which, believe it or not, is pretty light for an NFL nose tackle. But he was incredibly effective in college. I mean, last season, according to Pro Football Focus, Uh, They gave him the highest pass-rushing grade of any interior lineman in all of college football. He also had the best run defense stop rate, the best pass-rush grade among uh, inside defensive linemen in college football. So those guys were drafted for a reason, and I think they'll spell guys like Grover Stewart and DeForest Buckner periodically and, and just be a part of that uh, eight man pass rush.
1: Not invited to the combine. What a slap in the face that is after the stat sheet that you just rolled out uh, on Mr. Brooks. Okay, well, you know what? He's, he's gonna play with a little bit of a chip on his shoulder as a rookie. You need that. May take great stuff. Good insight on the defensive line coming up in a little bit. We're gonna hear from DeForest Buckner, what he likes about Gus Bradley, playing with Yannick Ngakwe, and is saying, hey, we got a dominant group on this field. Let's roll with it. Hey, don't forget the registration for the 10th annual Indianapolis Colts 5K Run and Walk presented by Indiana University Health and sponsored in part by CBS4 and Meyer. It is now open. All in-person events will take place at Lucas Oil Stadium on Saturday, August the 27th. Participants will finish the race on the 50-yard line. You're going to enjoy a post-race celebration. You're going to receive a finisher t-shirt, a medal, and a ticket to the Colts' home preseason game against Tampa Bay that evening. I don't know if we'll see Tampa Tom playing quarterback who knows but more info and a register onto this Colts 5k it's simple. Log on to colts5k.com. I said it earlier. I'll say it again. Dominant defense awaits. Gus Bradley on the highest pedestal in the NFL as a defensive coordinator, and he's got the pieces around him, and one of those pieces is DeForest Buckner. We're going to catch up with him this offseason and find out what he likes about going into this 2022 season. I'm Jeffrey Gorman, voice of the Colts, Matt Taylor, joining us here on The Last Word, 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan
0: can't get enough football you're in the right place this is the off-season radio home of the indianapolis colts the last word with jeffrey gorman and matt taylor from the power home solar radio studio And I
1: do indeed see a bad
0: moon arising.
1: Welcome back to The Last Word. We're brought to you by our friends at FanDuel Sportsbook. Download the app today and make every moment more. Download the weekly official Colts podcast featuring the latest news and analysis, insight, and interviews regarding these Colts. This week, we talked about the biggest positional battles on the offensive side of the ball heading into training camp, and there are a bunch of them. Check that out right now on Colts.com, Colts mobile app, and the Colts Audio Network. Network, anywhere you download your podcast, Matt Taylor, who also doubles as our DJ on this show, you threw a little Bad Moon Rising on this show today. Why?
2: Well, because it's CCR and, you know, nothing screams Fourth of July weekend like Little Fortunate Son, the, the tones of John Fogerty. Ah. So okay. I threw in some CCR. They're playing, I think John Fogarty's playing that um, Labor Day show at uh, the fairgrounds coming up in Indianapolis. Is that is right? Not? I think so. I yeah, think I heard that. He correct. is. Now
1: that I think about it, yeah, you can go see the old boy. What a great voice, and I don't care how old he is, <laughs> he still brings it. You're right. I like that. May take good job. Good job on the DJing for the show. I like that you go back and talk about the classic rocks like that. And, it, you know, I, so don't, like I said, stick to the classic rocks. Stick with what you know. Don't stick with country or anything like that you oh know boy. stick to your fog oh hats boy. and your bread and i mean we could do <laughs> we could do that sort of thing yeah, bre- <laughs> nobody knows who i'm talking about other jmv yeah, nothing, nothing with, screams 4th of july weekend more than bread <laughs> i'll tell you that <laughs> <laughs> anyway have a great 4th of the july weekend and do it with classic rock and roll okay let's talk some football the forrest buckner last season selected to a second pro bowl he became the colt's first interior defensive lineman made into the Pro Bowl since Mike Barnes did it in 1977. Again, that's an interior defensive lineman. He led the Colts in sacks with a total of seven. His quarterback hits were 18. Pressures were 49, and tackles for a loss were 10. Well, recently, voice of the Colts, Maytay, Matt Taylor, sat down with DeForest Buckner, and they began talking about the knee injury that DeForest dealt with at the end of the season and how tough that was to deal with. Here's Maytay with DeForest.
3: Yeah, just like the little nicks and dings, course of the season it was just adding up towards the end of the season and right um i was dealing with that knee and uh you know i just had a I had a cyst that flared up on me um uh that uh got real bad like in the beginning of the the week i could barely walk you know i was kind of um you know hobbling around the the office and uh honestly i was like i tried to get in my stance and run and i couldn't and you know i just you know they were just telling me you know you got to get a couple of days of rest you know stay off of it get treatment yeah. and see what we can do come sunday and you know um I was out. you know I was able to go out there and compete a little bit but I I just didn't I didn't feel 100 you know like not a, you're never 100% but mentally I I could tell like I couldn't you know be, mm-hmm. be out there as much as I wanted to and I felt like if I was then I would have hurt the team even more you know what I mean so um it was just one of those things where I just I just tried to get through it and um, tried to help my out my team as much as I can because I'm not a guy to miss you know what I mean games because of injury and things like that things like that and I pride myself on that. I pride myself on pushing through pain and little stuff like that mm-hmm. you know that you have to do at times you know what I mean to help your team and um, it was just one of those things where you know it was I mean it sucked it was just bad timing. Also last year I mean you were you were doubled double teamed mm-hmm. almost 70%
2: of the time when you look back at the analytics, how do you how do you look at that? Do you look at that as hey, here I am, I'm getting a ton of respect, or is it? Gosh, it's so frustrating because if I just had
3: one on one matchups, I could I could wreak even more havoc here. Yeah, I mean it's definitely frustrating at times, but I mean it comes with the territory. You know what I'm saying? I'm obviously I'm demanding a lot more respect around the league, and mm-hmm. and teams are game planning for me. But um, you know I got to find ways to, to split those doubles or try to free myself up. And uh, when those one on ones do come along, I mean because I mean I'm, I'm not I'm not perfect, you know what I mean? I'm, um, Yeah, I win my one-on-one matchups, but there were some times where there was some one-on-one matchups where I should have won and I didn't, you know, because I was expecting a double or, you know what I mean? So I just have to have a, a that mindset that, you know, I'm going to have a one-on-one every single time, you know? And so when I do, it's not a surprise to me, right. you know what I'm saying? And just being consistent in that regards. And um, yeah, like like I said, it's challenging, it's frustrating at times, but... it it just comes with the territory
2: that's deforest buckner with us also along with that unique and here Mm -hmm. now coming over in a trade from the raiders how much do you think he can help you in that regard take some some of those double teams away from you
3: because he is here now on the end at at defensive end on this defense no yeah man i'm i'm i was excited when we uh, picked (laughs) him up you know he uh he has elite talent uh passers talent you know um i saw i saw a list of you know Um, Of guys, you know, um, having, you know, the first whatever, six seasons or whatever in the league and having eight plus sacks. Right. You know, every year he's been in the league. And he was on a list with Reggie White and uh, Aaron Donald. And that's elite talent. You know what I mean? And um, he's got it. And uh, I'm excited, you know, to work with him, you know, throughout this offseason and going into the season. Um, he can bring so, so many things to the table for our D-line and um, unlock a lot of things for a lot of guys. And, uh, you know, a lot of young guys can, you know, that, that play the same position as him can learn from him a lot, you right. know, because I know he's got a lot to give. So um, I'm excited moving forward on what Jan's going to do mm-hmm. for us this year. All right. New scheme now. New defensive coordinator, Gus Bradley. Uh, your first impressions of Gus. And then what do you think of this scheme? How does it affect you? You know, my first conversation with Gus, I got off the phone and I just could feel how genuine he was, you know, when when he was speaking to me. And, um, you know, as a a player, you like that from coming from your coach and being able to have that authentic, you know, uh, conversation with your coach going back and forth. And I could just tell that how much he cares about his relationships that he builds throughout, you know, wherever he's at. And I could see why guys spoke so highly of him, you know, like guys like Max Crosby when I was at the Pro Bowl spoke so highly of Gus you know, with the one year that he had with him with the Raiders. And, um, you know, he, it was, he was sad to see him go. You know what I mean? Just seeing guys like that, um, you know, s- showing so much respect for a coach. I mean, I'm I'm thrilled, you know, to have him on my side, uh, to be able to play for him and, you know, just having him in the meetings and seeing the way he coaches and the way he, you know, the things that he expects from his players and, um, you know, what he expects from himself. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? He wants us to hold him accountable as well. And uh, I could just see, you know, we, we got a lot of good things, you know, brewing up here, you know, throughout the offseason. It's going to be a lot of fun uh, getting into the season. Scheme-wise, is it
2: is it different? Is it drastically different from, uh, you know, what you were used to here with Matt Eberflus?
3: Uh, it's definitely a little different, um, especially up front. Uh, you know, a, a, a little bit more attack, you know, um, going in with it. The, and what, the, what do you mean by that? Just, uh, you know, um, really uh, not, not really uh, reacting react to blocks like, you know, like we, we were taught to do and little things like that. Sure. It honestly reminds me of it's the same scheme that I played in my last year at San Francisco okay. um, back in 19, more of a, like, you know, staying on your track, attacking. Um, you've got more nine technique, you know, for the defensive end, sure. which will help them a lot in play action pass and obviously setting the edge in the run game. Um, you know, they – you know they got a they got a big job with closing the C and the D gap. You know they got two gaps they got to you know close off. But having that that matchup on the tight end it should be a mismatch every time. Yeah. I mean, so it's going to, it's going to be fun to see the the scheme the 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 freedom that the guys got up front a little bit more. Right. Yeah.
2: I I know it's important every year. Maybe maybe more so important this year because it is a new scheme a new defensive coordinator, it's new for everybody, even the veterans. But this is your first time since joining the Colts that you have a, a, a true traditional off season workout program. How mm-hmm. beneficial is that for you with new teammates, with a new scheme, kind of that launching pad going into training camp?
3: Yeah, it's insane. I mean, I know everybody had it, you know, everybody was going through it the past two years on, you know, not being able to have a true off season program with their teams and like we know every every year in the league it's it's a new team yeah. you know you got new faces new 30% new team exactly, yeah, at least at least and even with the coaching staff you know what i'm saying so yeah uh that's that's a little thing i mean i feel like we've you know lost the past two years was we missed was that critical time we don't realize how 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 much how important the offseason is until you lose it you know what i mean and um having that little time, those little time, the seven weeks that we have, being able to build that brotherhood, being able to build the trust with, amongst each other mm-hmm. um, that you'll be able to see down the road when times get tough in the season that you can rely on each other, you know what I mean, or rely on the coach. When the coach makes a call and you, you're you kind of like, ah, eh, but you run it anyways because you trust him mm-hmm. in the call that he made, you know what I'm saying? Or when you see something on the field and you, t- you say, coach, I don't think we should run that. I think we should run this. And without hesitation, he goes, okay, let's do it. You know what I mean? That, it's feel, that, yeah. that feel, that trust amongst each other that you build throughout the offseason that we missed the past two years. And um, I think it was just the little things, you know what I mean? Little things like that that can go a long way.
2: Indeed. That's DeForest Buckner with us.
3: Also, you've got a new position coach, Nate
2: Ollie. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's a young guy, ton of energy. What, what do you make of him? How can you
3: uh, complement each other, so to speak, both being fairly young guys? Yeah. Um, he, you know, just being in the meetings with him. Um you know he he definitely can grab the room, demand the, the room, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, even for being a young guy, being a young coach in this league. But uh I can see why uh Frank them hired him, you know, with the energy that he brings, the knowledge that he brings and um the willing to learn from the players as well. You know what I mean? That's what I love about him is, you know, he doesn't have an ego. You mm-hmm. know, he's he's willing to learn from the players as well here our side and uh you know talk through things, the way he coaches on things and the things that we see and what we want to, you know, try to work on. You know, he's working with us, and uh, I can I can see 100% why they, they wanted to hire him. And, you know, I'm all for it, and I'm, I'm excited to work with him moving forward.
2: Indeed. Stefan or excuse me, I was going to ask you about <laughs> Stefan Gilmore. DeForest Buckner, of course, is our guest. So you've got yourself Elite players like Stephon Gilmore, Darius Leonard, uh, Kenny Moore. I mean, all guys that that are Pro Bowlers. What do you make of of the ceiling of this defense? How excited are you are you for this this unit to play
3: together? I'm very excited. You know, uh, obviously it doesn't mean doesn't mean anything if we can't put it on you know put it on tape and uh, do it. But we definitely have the roster, and if you look at the roster, I mean, we got the guys to do it, and um, we just have to go out there and, and execute. You know what I'm saying as a group. And uh, push each other, challenge each other each and every day to get better. And I feel like that's what we're gonna do. We got the right guys in the room. Um, you know, uh, you know, Ballard them are doing a great job of getting the pieces that we need. Mm-hmm. And uh, guys like Stefan, you know, we'll, we'll be able to help Kenny in the back, in, you know, in the backfield and back end of things. And with the communication and obviously, you know, that veteran leadership that that we need in the back end as well. Everything else, I feel like will fall in place if everybody just. Masters your role. Absolutely. DeForest Buckner, last thing for you. What What do you want to get accomplished
2: this off season workout program? Are you working on anything individually, whether that's mentally or, or physically here in the spring?
3: Yeah. Well, I mean, one thing I want to get better at is my get-off off the, off the ball. You know what I'm saying? Whether it's first, second, or third down, just working on my get-off off the ball, you know, especially with – um, with the new, the new scheme that we're going with, it's more attack based and mm-hmm. um, that's one thing that I'm really working on this all season. Yeah,
2: we are pros, pro, my man, DeForest right. Buckner, right there. Always appreciate the time.
3: Thank you.
1: Great job, Mate. As usual, I think that man is a All Pro this year. I think he is right up on par with Aaron Donald, especially with Gus Bradley coming in. That's going to say, hey, I have an absolute. Goliath of a player. <laughs> and, and, and you know what I mean? A, a man who's as, is as big as city blocks that he's going to come in here and do what he does. I think it absolutely is a pro bowl, all pro year, especially with the addition, Matt, of Ngakwe.
2: Oh, yeah. Six foot seven, 260. Oh. He is Bro, he's a
1: Marvel. I mean, he's a Marvel guy. I mean, it's, oh, I yeah. just, he should be a movies. This guy, when he comes <laughs> into the room, I've said it before, DeForest fills up the whole stinking room.
2: And he does, but he's the nicest guy in the world off the field, but he loves to play football and he's a monster on the field. And you're exactly right. If we can get this guy some more one-on-one matchups and push that pocket back into the quarterback, that'll do wonders for this defense. And I think the Colts have, you know, the personnel up front, To attack off the edge, push that pocket forward into quarterbacks, and really have a complete defense and set themselves up, I think, to be a top 10 maybe top five defense in a lot of categories.
1: Yeah, that nobody wants to play. It's Gus Bradley. Let's go. Here we go. July 27th, Grand Park. Things kick off 12 p.m. That is the kickoff uh, practice for the Colts to open training camp. More Moreinformations.com. Also, Mayte, don't forget the Jim Ursay collection. It's coming to Indianapolis. The collection will make a stop at Lucas Oil Stadium September 9th and 10th. This event will be open to the public, and tickets are free, but advance registration will be Will be required to attend. Follow the Jim Ursay collection on Facebook and Twitter for additional details as the event gets closer and more information at Colts.com. We're gonna talk about that a little on later on in the show. That's Love an incredible thing that's gaining steam that Mr. Ursay has put on to show his collection free to the public all around these United States. This will be the first one in Indianapolis, plus a great show that night, and it's all free. More information again at Colts.com and we'll talk about it in a minute after this timeout. We're going to give you the Forum Credit Union Question of the Week regarding DeForest Buckner's dominance at defensive tackle. Also, we'll open up the grab bag and chirp a little bit about Jonathan Taylor. JT, best in the business. He's being nominated for some OSB awards. Those are coming up. More information. It is The Last Word, 93.5, 107.5, The Fan.
0: This is your weekly fix on Colts football. The Last Word with Jeffrey Gorman and Matt Taylor.
1: Welcome back. The last word, that is Maytay, Voice of the Colts. Give me it. Give me the July 4th plan. Let's go. Fireworks,
2: 4th of July, Jeffrey. You know me. This is my favorite. Solo cups. Solo cups. yeah. <laughs> red solo cups uh we're outside we're sweating we're grilling we're swimming we're boating uh you know playing a little pickleball i mean it's the all-american weekend the all-american day if you don't like the fourth of july you don't like fireworks you don't like fire pitting uh, i got nothing for you
1: you got nothing for me hey I, kenny I, I chesney hey kenny it. chesney is acceptable over the july 4th weekend is that not correct i no i'm going to catch some hate mail for this but i'm not a huge <laughs> chesney fan but i'm just saying i'll listen to him over the july 4th weekend brother if my feet are in the water and i'm fishing for bass or i'm playing some <laughs> you know bags or like you said pickleball well yeah. then hell kenny chesney you blow it out i'm listening this
2: is the most suitable Kenny Chesney weekend of the year, probably,
1: right? Matt Taylor and the Red Solo Cups, he will be playing at July fourth. That's a good game that's a good handle right there for you if you were a country singer, mayte. <laughs> Matt Taylor and the Red Solo Cups. <laughs> <laughs> I like it Don't forget single game tickets We got them The Colts 2022 home games at Lucas Oil Stadium They are on sale now Single game tickets for the Chiefs game and the Steelers game Well, they're sold out Shocker, they travel well Chiefs and Steelers game already sold out But the only way to get tickets to those games Are by purchasing 2022 season tickets at Colts.com Or you can purchase a limited number of standing room only group tickets Or obstructed seat group tickets By calling the Colts ticket office at three one seven. Two nine seven seven thousand. again more information at colts.com get your tickets while you can this is going to be a great year colts.com slash tickets that's where to go and ticketmaster.com always has your answer mayte let's go to the forum credit union question of the week here we go it is about the Forest buckner it's about the consistency of the sack here we go He has led the Colts in sacks each of the past two seasons. He's also one of just three NFL defensive tackles to register at least seven sacks in each of the past four seasons. Who are the other two? Here we go one more time. He was also one of just three defensive tackles in the NFL to register at least seven sacks in each of the past four seasons. Who are the other two? You know one of them, obviously. He is the dominant defensive tackle in the game. Yeah. Go ahead, Matey. Tell me who that one is. All right, I'm go. Aaron Donald.
2: I'm just going with yes. obvious, obvious. You know, interior defensive
1: tackle. The second so, one a little bit tricky though. You got to dig deep for him. He's changed teams and whatnot.
2: Okay, well that that even more reaffirms my guess. I'm going Aaron Donald, and then Chris Jones.
1: Chris Jones is correct, the big Boom. man, that's right. Absolutely. May take 2 for 2 on the July 4th holiday weekend. <laughs> hey, you want to talk about Aaron Donald? You want to talk about Chris Jones? Throw in DeForest Buckner. That's all I'm saying. They're part 100%. of They're on the interior lineman, He is on the Mount Rushmore and I know how you and JMV love your Mount Rushmores. <laughs> no, uh, not buying
2: it. JMV's not a big Mount Rushmore guy. <laughs> hey, the Mount Rushmore topic in mid-July and the the, de- <laughs> the dead time of of sports, uh, talk, sports radio. talk radio he's still not going <laughs> there he still rather talk about Ario Speedwagon.
1: Love the old boy. He'll be out at the lake too. He'll have a, a mid-drift on, cut-off jean shorts <laughs> and Jesus sandals. You know him. Here we go, man. And all he'll right, be don't DJ-ing forget the
2: party, right?
1: That's it. Forum Credit Union. Appreciate all that they do for us Colts. So you can visit the Forum Credit Union Fan Forum section of colts.com. You can interact with other fans online, post a topic, participate in various discussions regarding your Colts. Forum Credit Union helping members live their financial dreams. Let's open up this grab bag and close out the show
0: it's time for the NFL grab bag an assorted look at what's going on in the NFL
1: this NFL grab bag brought to you by our friends at Meyer Meyer the official super center of the Indianapolis Colts and proud sponsor of hundreds of local sports teams across the Midwest Mate, Jonathan Taylor best in the business get this he's been nominated for two 2022 ESPY Awards Best NFL Player and Best Breakthrough Athlete Taylor. Uh, JT is going up against the LA Rams wide receiver Cooper Cup, Uh, Pittsburgh Steelers edge rusher TJ Watt and Green Bay's quarterback Aaron Rodgers for Best NFL Player. Now it's competition for Best Breakthrough Athlete, Washington Spirit, Trinity Rodman, the professional soccer player and daughter of Dennis Rodman. She's up for it. The Memphis Grizzlies, all, everything. Love watching this kid play John ja Morant. And Olympic freestyle skier Eileen Gu. Don't forget, the ESPN Awards are coming up. And JT is up for a couple of them. He should win. I'll give him one of those two. I'll give him one of those two. Oh, yeah.
2: He'll, he'll come home with at least one of that group. I don't know much about his competition for best breakthrough athlete outside of, of John ja Morant, to be honest with you. But if you're talking about best NFL player...
1: Yeah, yeah, it's going to Cooper Cup. I'm giving it to you right now. It'll go to Cooper Cup. He's got the hardware. He's setting the records. He won the Super Bowl, like I said. He's hoisting the trophy. And the breakthrough athlete, boy, that's going to be tough. It will be JT and John Morant for that one. Nothing against Trinity Rodman or Eileen Goo, mm-hmm. But I'm just saying, the NFL and the NBA are kings. So more will be revealed. Check out ESPN for uh, the latest on the ESPYs coming up. Do you care that Jimmy Garoppolo is throwing again?
2: Uh, I mean, yes, yes, and no, and no, in the sense that I, I don't think it's gonna really speed up his his trade value, if you will. I mean, the fact that's that what he's I'm coming... saying.
1: Where's this guy? Where is he? I mean, I could talk about Baker Mayfield on this show as well, where he's gonna play and stuff. We have no idea. Is Garoppolo playing football in San Francisco or not?
2: Not, not this upcoming season. No, he'll he'll be traded, uh, but it's it's probably not gonna be anytime soon. It's probably going to be like a camp trade or, you know, quarterback injury that might speed it up. But the fact, again, that he's coming off surgery and hasn't thrown yet this offseason, that's really, really deterring teams from from pulling the trigger.
1: Matt Taylor, voice of the Colts. My name is Gore And closing out this show, I want to bring up something that is a fun event for all ages, and the big man is doing it on his own dime, the Jim Irsay Collection. It is going to land at Lucas Oil Stadium on September 9th and 10th. The public can see this stuff for the very first time. It's an amazing collection that he has over, I don't wanna mention the, how much he's got invested in it, but I'm just gonna tell you this much. It's a whole lot of money and he has in some of the artifacts that he has and and great musical legends and their guitars and their different things, their drums and owning, you know, Ringo Starr's original drum kit and the, the you know, to the, the Paul McCartney uh, left-handed bass that he just got that was tough to find too the Tiger guitar to the uh, Pink Floyd's black guitar, black Strat. I mean, with uh, it just goes on and on and mm-hmm. on. And I'm talking about there's some artwork in there. There's some entertainment pieces in there. Uh, there's some political pieces. You can see Abraham Lincoln's cane and such as, I mean, he's got so much stuff that he is sharing with it because that's what he wants to do is he's a collector at heart and he's opening it up to the public. More information at Colts.com. And Mayte, August the 2nd, he'll be in Chicago doing this event. Okay. And I want I wanna throw the, some names around. We heard from him earlier. John Fogarty was being thrown around to show up there, and why they're showing up there is because the Jim Ursay band also plays. That's right, the big man sings. He's got Mike Wanchek from John Mellencamp Band and Kenny Aronoff from Mellencamp, among others. He's on drums. Wanchek is a musical director. Mike Mills from REM. Tom Bukovec is the best session guitarist in all of Nashville and is a virtuoso. Kenny Wayne Shepard, one of the greatest guitarists in the world, is there, among others. And Mr. Ursay also. Always brings in somebody. We've had Billy Gibbons, Natalie Merchant on a few events that we did before. <laughs> so cool. And so awesome. we're going to find out who is on the bill for this Indianapolis show pretty soon. We're coming down to a couple of names I want to throw out there. Okay. It is nothing confirmed, nothing all confirmed, right. but Ro- Roger Daltrey from The Who. Oh, really? Yeah, they'll cover some Who songs if that's a go. Possibly Rockin' Bob Seeger's name being mentioned. These are all How possibilities. How about that? These are all possibilities. Offers are being made. Steven Tyler, front man for Aerosmith, also there. I mean, I'm saying... You are going to want to show up because this show is exciting. You never know who's going to show up on stage. Stephen Stills is an old friend of Jim Ursay's. He'll be there. You know what I mean? It's just sure. like, it's incredible. So we're, we're getting down to this thing pretty hardcore. Uh, Paul Rogers was mentioned, the former uh, Bad yeah. Company and Free singer. Free, and, yeah, lead singer. Yeah, free. I mean, just like, so they come in and they play their hits with this, this great band surrounding them, and it's a great event. I know I took a lot of time talking about this Jim Ursay collection promo, but it's worth it, fans. It's worth it to make the necessary things that you have to do, even if you're, you're not in Indianapolis, take a two-day trip. Go see this thing in Chicago if you have to. Wait for it in Indianapolis. But it's it's mesmerizing to see everything they do and the show they put on at the end of the night. And again, Mr. foot in the bill for the whole thing, sharing oh, yeah. this collection with the world. He says, I'm not going to keep it locked up in the basement. I want people to actually see these things. And don't forget, those band members play some of those great guitars like Jerry Garcia's Tiger on there, the Black Strat, uh, that thing goes up to Dylan Electric Guitar to name a few. The SG from from, uh, George Harrison that was played on a lot of Beatles albums. So so it's a lot of great stuff out there. And I know I sound like a broken record, but again, find out more information. You can follow him online on Facebook and Twitter. The Jim Ursay Collection. That's it. Put it in. The Jim Ursay Collection. Colts.com will have the latest information as well. We've been doing these things for a few months now and they've been nothing but a huge hits. And it's finally coming to Lucas Oil Stadium. So I want to spread the word big time. It's a great time for the whole family. It's a great time for friends and anybody that wants to come out, you are going to enjoy yourself. That is a promise. Again, more information at Colts.com. And Maytay, you're going to be out at that one. I'm going to put you to work September 9th and September 10th. Hell
2: yeah, please do. September 9th and 10th, I know exactly where I'm going to be. Man, I've always wanted to see Bob Seger, but it's never never worked out. Uh, He's one of my favorites, man. This is so incredibly cool. And the fact, again, you can't stress enough. It is free. The band alone is oh, worth showing up and, you know, either coming play. coming from Cincinnati or Columbus, Ohio, just, or if you live in town, come down, check it out, see all the collections, see the guitars, see the artifacts, see the documents, but stay for the band. I am so excited for this. September 9th and 10th, those big time names, oh, star-studded lineup, man. For somebody like me that loves music, I am super jacked right now.
1: Stay tuned, Matey. We're going to confirm those uh, stars we talked about. Like I said, a lot of offers are out there. you got to see how the schedules fit and whatnot. But great possibilities out there. It's going to be a show, and it'll be a hell of a, a jubilee out there on September 9th and 10th. Okay, I enjoyed it. Talking football in the offseason, as usual, with the voice of the Colts, Matey. I want you to have a great weekend. Be safe. Have fun with the family, Matey. Do yep. a couple of cannonballs off the back of the boat for me, will you? <laughs>
2: will do man i hope to avoid the er for multiple reasons (laughs) coming up this week so yeah if you're gonna blow some stuff up be safe be smart you know no drinking and driving and all that no 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 amateur hour coming up here on the fourth of july but uh Love doing the show, Jeffrey, and uh, we will talk to you next Friday back at it. Can't
1: wait, man. Can't wait because this thing's coming up upon us. Again, July 27th, training camp kicks off at Grand Park in Westfield. You'll find out everything you need at Colts.com. For Matt Taylor, voice of the Colts, my name is Gore Mann. Coming up next, more ESPN Radio.